Alright, episode 47, back in the building, back in the MXG factory, um, Juan Sanchez riding solo dolo today because Jesse Piff is too busy being famous to uh, fuck around with my goofy bullshit, and uh, I'm not saying that with any vitriol or anything, I really do, like that, Jesse Piff is doing uh, a lot of stuff right now and I'm very proud of him. Um, I'm just waiting for live shows to come back, you know? That's, that's my thing. That's what I want. That's what I'm ready for. Like, I just, I, I gotta see some fucking live music. Um, this whole last year with the pandemic and everything, I know this isn't a new take, but this whole last year with the pandemic and just, like, shutting the world down, it's garbage. It sucks. <laughs> this has been, like, a terrible year if you struggle with, like, anxiety and depression. I mean, it's been a terrible year for everyone. It's not like I've had it. <clears throat> it's not even like I've had it terrible, but just uh, the the mental hellscape that it's put me in has been just just. <sighs> but yeah, so episode forty seven. Like I said, back in the MXG factory, I do want to drop the act and the facade a little bit. Uh, and talk about something seriously. I want to talk about how, uh, you know, if you've watched this podcast before, um, then you know that this place that I've been living in, which I lovingly refer to as the MXG Factory, um, was a was a venture. You know, I had a roommate between me and a friend. And um, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh that was a that was a drug related issue and i'm not going to you know i'm not going to talk at length about that but my own document you know my own views on drug use are very well documented so i can't even begin to It, it was not just a wake-up call, but also, on the other hand, it wasn't, you know, this isn't going to, this isn't going to stop me from doing anything I want to do. Um, and the stuff I like to fuck around with, I feel pretty good about, so... I don't know, maybe cut back, maybe try to be a little bit more healthy, maybe maybe don't, you know, you know, maybe stop dropping acid every time I have a day off or something like that. Maybe stop fucking around with uh, mixing, you know, pills and alcohol. But also at the same time, life sucks. And that shit reminds you of what it's like to be human. That shit reminds you, you know, doing drugs is reminds you of what it's like to have emotions. So I'm really tossed up about the subject. I can't, you know, it's like I'm sad and I'm devastated. You know, and I'm wary about my own decisions going forward. But also, I can't even, I can't even begin to pretend that this is going to make me quit anything. And aside from all that, it's just put me in a weird place. Like, existentially and philosophically. I shouldn't sit back. That looks weird on camera. It's put me in a weird place, existentially and philosophically, 
because, you know, you're living with the person, you guys are the same age, you have a life together, you know, you watch movies, you like go, sh- you know, we went shopping together, we had a lot of dumb conversations about stuff, a lot of stuff you've heard me talk about on the podcast, I've riffed about with him before I brought it to the podcast, for instance. So if you heard me talking about something that sounded like a dumb joke, chances are I probably workshopped it, you know, on my boy first. And now that... Now that he's gone and I'm alone in this place, it's, it's weird that now that I'm alone and I'm by myself like there's just a bunch of things happening at once <laughs> like in the week prior to him passing I got a new job lined up for the spring and I got a new screenplay written for a project I'm working on um that just felt really good. I was starting to feel really good about myself. Like, I was coming through a depressive wave, and I was starting to pull myself through it, you know? And then he passed. And because I had so much forward momentum, it didn't set me back at all, but it did stop me in my tracks for a moment. And I have been all over the place emotionally and mentally. There's some days where I feel like, you know, just pull through. Just pull through, man. And then sometimes, like last night when I was working, I just felt... I was just in so much despair. I was in a fucking hole. And I just couldn't pull myself out of it. I was just, like, despondently... I just, just... Just floating through work like a fucking ghost. That's that's all I could do. Everything... My whole body felt like jelly. I, I, I was having a hard time standing. It didn't help that I worked an 11-hour day, but also, like... Eh... I don't know. So, you know, here I am trying to figure out who I am and what to do and how to live life. And that's that's just why I haven't been really pumping too much stuff. That's why the MXG factory hasn't been pumping out too much stuff. Because there was like a good two or three weeks before he passed when I just wasn't really doing much of anything. Just because, like I said, I was having a depressive wave, and I just don't know how to—I don't know how to deal creatively when that kind of stuff comes up. Um, sometimes I get a good idea and I start working on it, and that could pull me through a depressive wave. Like I said, with that screenplay that I wrote, but that was the result of a couple of weeks of fucking—you know—just that was the result. Okay, I had actually stopped drinking for two weeks before I wrote that. That was the result of a couple of weeks of me working out so hard that I eventually fucking strained this shoulder muscle, my right shoulder muscle. Um, so it's it's like these things where it's like no matter what you do, you're kind of... No matter what I do, I seem to be doing it until I hurt myself. <laughs> um, man, recently I drank I drank so much alcohol that I was violently throwing up and puking all over the place, just all over everything. It was terrible, and I just I did that to myself because I was depressed. <clears throat> um. So yeah, relationships suck. Switch gears real quickly. Just jump tracks. 
Relationships are terrible. Uh, I was thinking about this last night while I was working, and I was working on like a whole, you know, thing to talk about. I, f- I forgot what I wanted to talk about. I just have it. I have it here in my notes. I literally wrote "relationships suck," and uh, I didn't write down any of what I wanted to talk about. But the the well, first off, let's just talk about dating in general. Um, to start dating someone, you have to say something with your mouth or, you know, over, you know, text or whatever, you know, DM or, or, or whatever. But regardless, you gotta, you gotta find a way to put that out there somehow. And there's no natural way for that to happen. I'm a big person who like, I'm a, I like to do things naturally. I like to follow, you know, I like to follow courses of action that feel like things I would do. Now, while I have asked out a lot of women before, it never comes naturally. You always gotta just like you know, no, it, it doesn't work like in the movies or or it's always or like the TV shows where it's all like, oh, oh, I've never seen that movie before. <laughs> oh, you want to come over to my place and watch it? And then they bang. That shit doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> in real life. It seems like everybody's scared of themselves. Everybody's insecure. Because they're insecure, they're scared of everything all the time. Uh, you know, for, for me, for instance, I I can't... It, it's not even that... Okay, I have a fear of rejection. Not because being rejected will do anything to my ego or anything, how I can feel about myself. I, I'm, I already feel like garbage. You can't make me feel any worse than that. But... It hurts to hear someone say, you know, it hurts to hear someone say no, whatever form that might come in. There's no way to soften that up and make that any better. When you hear no, you're fucking hearing no. Anytime in life. Just like losing a game. Losing a game. I'm a good sport. I know how to lose a game. I don't take anything by it. I enjoy a loss. Still fucking hurts that I didn't win, though. Still would have liked to have won. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't add up to anything. And it doesn't do anything for me. Still would have been nice to have won, though. And it's like the same thing with, like, asking someone on a date. It's like, I just can't... I can't bring myself to do that shit anymore because... Because... I don't know. One part of it is maybe I just feel like I'm too old for that shit. Uh, which, like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm only... I'm going to be 29 in April. There's so much... So much more rejection to come in life. But also, it it takes everything. I feel, I feel like it takes everything out of me. It take, I got to work up so much courage to be like, oh, I like you and I think, I think you're pretty and want to hang out with you because I think you're pretty. Uh. <laughs> I can't, like, it, it takes me so much to get to that point that then to hear no is like, oh, okay, bang, 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 click, 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 reload, bang, bang, bang. It, it, it's, it's too much. It's just too much. Now, that isn't cool at all. That is not a cool guy thing. I'm not a cool guy. I, I get that. 
Um, nobody's going to think I'm cool for admitting that I'm, I have a fear of rejection. But, you know, that's, that's the thing. I'm just not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fucking cool guy that can handle that shit. I'm not, I'm not, you know? Like, yeah, I don't take anything personally by it. It's like, oh, she just wasn't interested. That's fine. And that's, that's the statistics. That's how it plays out. But also, I'm not a fucking gambling man. I don't play Powerball, you know? I've only invested some money in Bitcoin. Um, I'm just not interested in taking losses. I'd rather build what little I have and try to move forward based on that little bit. Um, I haven't been in a relationship since 2016. That's five years now. March of 2016 was the last time I broke up with a girlfriend. I haven't been in a serious relationship since then. And I want to say that's a fucking um, accomplishment for me to go five years without having... Uh, uh, without having an attachment like that. I definitely think it has freed me up to understand and learn about myself as opposed to constantly having to worry about, you know, a person near me and next to me and around me who I got to contend with all the time. Um, yeah, it's, it's very selfish, but you you should be you should be selfish. You should be. It's not a bad thing. It's not a negative quality to be selfish. Um, it's just just like how just like how you know America propagandized poor people to be a bad thing. Um, you know, when you're a kid, it's like people propag you know your parents propagandize being selfish as being this negative trait, or you know people around you call you selfish because. They can't get something out of you usually. They're like, oh, you don't want to help me with this thing that's not going to benefit you? Well, you're being selfish. And then you hear that and you're like, well, that sounds bad. Let me not be selfish. But as you get older, you know, when, when you have to take care of yourself, when you have to live for yourself, you know, when you have to keep yourself protected emotionally, mentally, and physically, be as selfish as you need to be. Asking, so, okay, trying to go on a date with somebody is fucking psychotic. Louis C.K. had a joke had a joke back in the day where he said that I don't know if it was a joke so much as it was just a thing he said during one of his comedy shows. But he said, you know, the biggest threat, statistically speaking, the biggest threat to women is men. Like the biggest killer of women is men, but the biggest killer of men is just their own hearts giving up on them. I understand. I fucking understand why w w women don't go on more dates. I get it. In fact, that's part of the reason why I don't even try to ask women out anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm just another dude. Statistically, I could kill her. I understand she doesn't want to take that chance. That is fine, miss. Hey, you like being alive? I do too. If you think being around me is going to make you not alive... I get it. According to the statistics, that's just how it goes. And uh yeah, how are you supposed to how are you supposed to take anything personally? Yeah, I can't take it personally. I was born a man. There's nothing I can well, I mean, there are things I can do to change that, but I'm happy with my physical makeup, so I'm not going to change that. Also, fucking women as a man is cool. It's awesome. It's fun. Like I like being a dude 
There's nothing I can... There's, there's nothing I'm going to change about that. Oh, well. Can't take it... Can't take it personally. How the fuck am I supposed to take it personally? It would be like if I took something personally because someone called me white or something. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I look white. Yeah. I could, I could get all up in my feels about it because it's like, no, man, I'm actually half not white. Which is true, but nobody fucking gives a shit. Nobody gives a fuck. I, uh, I closed my notes. I closed my notes and now I'm looking at a notification from Facebook. Uh, I fucking hate... I hate social media. I, I wonder if there's a way I could turn off the notifications. I want to turn off the pop-up notifications. I can't fucking stand pop-up notifications. Okay, here we go. Stay in the shape is easy. Just don't eat sweets ever. Don't ever ever eat sweets. I swear to God, and most of the time I've lived at this house, I've lived here for about six months now, I think for about five of those months, I have not had any brownies, cookies, chips, cakes, stuff like that. I have tried to keep as little junk food around as possible because I have no self-control. I will eat everything. Sometimes I even like, you know, like I'll, uh, I'll get some food from a pizza place around the corner from where I live. And I'll just overeat. I'll fucking overeat. I don't know why, but I will. And I'm uh I'm not I'm not um I'm not trying to be like a a, a health nut or anything and tell people how to live their lives or anything. Um not ever having sweets is a torture of its own. Like I, I work in a kitchen and every time I see like someone making like a a brownie sundae or something like that or some some ice cream bullshit for a dessert, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Put the fucking drizzle that syrup on there. Mm, yeah, fucking hit it with the whipped cream. Ooh, that's the stuff. And I would love to. I would love to get down on some fucking brownies. I would love to get down on some cake. I'd love to put some ice cream on top of a brownie with some chocolate syrup. I would love to. Ain't gonna happen. Um. Because I, I would rather I would rather choose to st- I would rather choose to to maintain some kind of like fitness, some kind of level of fitness because it just a it makes me feel better about myself. Before I was a fully grown man, I gained a bunch of weight after high school before my body was done developing, and. Uh, like I felt, I felt terrible. I felt awful because I had all this extra weight on me, and it just, it, 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 like being like, I, I could let myself go. It's as easy as being lazy, and man, am I fucking lazy. But I remember what it's like to to feel to feel fat, and it made it made me feel terrible. It made me feel fucking depressed. Like I I I can't do that. I'd rather kill myself trying to stay in shape. I'd rather not ever eat sweets and turn into a rapey murderer every time I see sweets rather than let myself go even 10 or 15 pounds. Um, plus, like, you know, staying active is better better for your mental health and such. And, um, yeah, you know what? One time I got... Con- one time... 
Recently, a lady complimented me on my abs, and I was like, you know what? That's it. That's all I've ever wanted in life, was to be acknowledged for being attractive. And then I got that, and you know what happened? I decided to double down on that shit. I was like, oh, I'm going to get even more, I'm going to get even more ripped now. Like, this summer, I'm trying to fuck, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to get shredded. I'm trying to get the fucking, I'm trying to get, like, the cum gutters here. I'm trying to get the big old fucking, you know, rock hard back muscles. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I'm going to need to eat more food and stop starving myself as much, but it's coming along. Fucking, I'm about to be doing some modeling or something for some, uh, for some music videos. <sighs> okay, I got 15 seconds left, and I don't want to start a new video. So that's episode 47, MXG Pod, Juan Sanchez. Until next time, I'll catch you losers later. Peace. Mic drop.